I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Your habits are your employees. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0 that is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic, one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. If you A, want to know if I'm going to write anymore? Yes, I am. I'm going to write. As a matter of fact, every month, I'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused, sharp, and on point. And B, 
you want to work with me directly, you want to be able to talk to me every week, get your questions answered, get your challenges handled, and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are, all of that happens in my Bulletproof Mastermind. All information, and you're going to get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to make a not-to-do list. Yes, not a to-do list, a not-to-do list. And I'll explain why this matters, why you want to make it, and of course, as I already said, how to make it in one moment. But before we get into that, let me tell you about it. I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who's in my text community. If you want to be in that text community and receive that daily motivation text, and by the way, if you need help making a decision, you should do this. All you got to do is text me at my number where I'll be texting you from, which is 305-384-6894. And you'll be in my text community. You'll get that daily motivation text every day free of charge. And another bonus about that number is that you can actually order text is that you can respond to any one of those texts and you will get a response directly from me every day. I take time and go through my text messages and respond to people who are in my community who responded to the daily motivation text. So hit me again at that number 305-384-6894. Now, today's topic, how to make a not to do list. As I have told you all before, a good amount of your future success will be based on how much of your current task list you can actually eliminate. Not on how much can you take on in the future and just do as many things as possible. That is not going to be the barometer for creating your future success. What creates your future success is you doing less of things that are not important and are not pertinent to your overall winning in life and doing more of the things that are pertinent to your winning. And the thing is, the things that are most pertinent to your winning and we all know by Pareto's principle, but some of you may know as the 80-20 principle, is that it's fewer things that have higher impact. But if we look at our lives and the amount of time we spend on all the stuff we spend time doing over the course of a day, whether at work, at home, or in between, a combination of both, is that the majority of the time that we invest are on things that have a very low impact. What you want to do is flip that equation around and take the smaller amount of time we spend on the things that have the most impact and spend more time on those things. And I think if you break it down, as this author by the name of James Altucher was the first person I heard break it down. I heard someone else say recently there was a 95-5 rule. So you got the 80-20, 95-5, but he did it mathematically. And I think it was the 164 rule. I think it was the number one, that you got 80% of your results come from 20% of the inputs. But he said, if you square that or find the square root, and don't let me get me into the mathematics of it. But I think the number that he came down to was 1% of the things you do produce 64% of your results, but it might've been 2% or 3%, but it was something like that when he talked about the squares. But either way, you get the point of the 80-20 principle. So it's not about you doing more to create more success in your life. It's about doing less things overall 
and then just putting more time, attention, energy, money, and focus. Those are five forms of investment from episode 609. Putting more of your resources into the few essential, the essential few that are actually producing most of your results. So with all that said, let's make a not to do list so that you can at least get started on eliminating some of the 80 that are not actually essential to your future success. Shall we? Great. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is how to make a not to do list. Number one, I shared in my book called Work on Your Game. For those of you who have not read that book, I'll show it to you. I have it right here on my desk. It is this book right here, 250 page book, where I share with you not only my story, for those of you who want to know my story, but the whole book this is not a memoir. It's not just me telling you my life. This book shares with you where the Work on Your Game philosophy came from how it came to exist, why it exists, and how it applied for me specifically, because I applied it to myself before I taught it to any of you, how it applied for me in my sports career, and also how it helped me transition into the business career that I'm currently in now. But in that book, and all, oh, by the way, you can get that book when you get your free copy of my newest book, Third Day. On the next page, we're going to offer you the Bulletproof Bundle, which includes the Mirror Motivation. And the page after that, we're going to offer you the Mental Game Super Duper Bundle, which includes Work on Your Game and three other books, the Mental Workbook, 30 Days of Discipline, and Bulletproof Mindset. And oh, yeah, it's at thirddaybook.com. That link is down below in the description. So in this book, Work on Your Game, that's why I brought it up. I share that your habits are your employees. So any of you who does not have any staff members working for you, understand that you do actually have a staff indeed. Your staff are your habits. Your habits are the unconscious, habitual things that you do every single day, all the time, without even thinking about it. So these habits are working for you even when you're not working. It's good to have habits. It's good to have people working for you when you're not working, right? This is how you can create more success and make more money and become a better person even when you're not actively doing the work. This is a good thing unless those habits are actually not serving you. So your job, being that your habits are your employees, is that you need to be doing employee reviews every single day. Every day you need to be looking at your habits. You got to get conscious about them. So you got to be really thinking consciously about what are my habits? What do I do over and over again without thinking about it? Because again, they're unconscious. So you do them without thinking, but now I'm telling you to think about them and then ask yourself every time you acknowledge a habit or recognize a habit, is this habit serving me or is it not? Is this happening in the 80 or is it in the 20 in terms of the ROI that is producing. And you should have a clear answer for each one. And when you identify a habit that is not serving you, your job is to either edit that habit so it can start serving you or to eliminate that habit so it can stop holding you back. But you need to be doing this on a daily basis. It's not something that you do once a month or once a year when you get motivated or excited. It's something you need to be doing constantly. So the question is, what activities are no longer serving you, especially the habitual ones, or never were serving you, but you continue doing them simply by force of habit. And all of us, by the way, just to be clear, all of us are guilty of this on some level. All of us have some things that we do by force of habit that are not really serving us, that are in the non-essential 80, and they're only producing 20% of the result, that we could probably do a lot better by just getting rid of them. We don't need to keep doing them. The challenge for all of us as humans is that Habits are you know, part of our wiring. We are wired to have habits. Now, I'm not telling you to eliminate all your habits. I'm telling you to eliminate some of your habits. The thing is, because they are habits, they are ingrained in us subconsciously, 
And it's hard to break a habit. This, you've heard the phrase that habits are hard to break. And it is true. So you have to be conscious about this. You have to be vigilant about it. And ideally, you can replace this habit with more of one of those 20 habits, meaning 20 in terms of the inputs, but 80 in terms of the ROI that it's producing. So getting rid of a habit is not easy to do simply because human beings were wired to have them. We're wired to keep doing something that we've already been doing. And this is where you get the law of inertia. Now, remember the rest of the law of inertia. The second part of it is things will change only when acted upon by an outside force. Well, that outside force will become you. You be that outside force that can eliminate one habit and replace it with more of a more productive habit that is producing a higher return investment that is getting you closer to your definite chief aims in life. Now, to know what that is, you need to know what your definite chief aims are. So this is why you got to be doing these employee reviews every single day. Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, he talked on this concept of accurate thinking. I did a whole episode on accurate thinking in episode 2113, by the way. I mentioned accurate thinking because in order for you to eliminate any habits or any task that you've been doing consistently right now, you will first need to look at your actions and accurately evaluate what is helping you move forward and discern it from what is not. Separate what's helping me move forward from what is not helping me move forward. So how will you know that something's actually helping and I need to keep doing it? It's in the 80 in terms of ROI. Or something's not really helping, I need to get rid of it or change it, and it's in the 20 in terms of ROI. While at the same time, you have to ask yourself this question, while at the same time not allowing your emotions and your habitual wiring, your wiring for habits of thought and action to keep you married to things that are not helping you anymore. Maybe they were helping you two years ago. Maybe they were helping you six months ago, but they are no longer serving you now. You need to have the discipline and the willpower and the strength and the courage and the confidence to get rid of them because they're not serving you right now. But your emotions and your habits might keep you wanting to do something that does not work anymore. So this is where you have to be accurate in your thinking so that you can tell yourself consciously, okay, even though my emotions and my habitual wiring makes me want to keep doing X, accurate thinking tells me that doing X is not helping me anymore. So I need to get rid of X, even though my emotions want me to keep X. This is where you have to turn your steering wheel. I've told you that emotions are great gas pedals, but terrible steering wheels. This is where you have to tell your emotions to be quiet and allow, allow your logic and rational thinking to take control of the situation. So that's the question to ask. Is this task helping me move forward or is it not? I'll ask the question again. Is this task helping me move forward or is it not? And I'm going to write down a topic that I'm going to talk about in the future because I've used that analogy about emotions being great gas pedals and terrible steering wheels. I thought I had done an episode on this and I've written about it in my books, but I didn't do an episode on it. So I'm going to do an episode on that very soon. I just wrote that down. So you need to have an objective measuring device that will help you answer this question. Is this thing helping me move forward or not? You don't have an objective measuring device and it's hard to make decisions. This is why I tell you, have principles in place, have systems in place, know what your goals are. When you know what your goals are, then it's easy to make decisions about what to do next or what not to do, because you can just ask yourself, is this helping me get closer to my goal or is it not? But if you don't have a goal, then how can you ever make a decision about anything? For example, when I was playing basketball, I used to sleep five hours a night and then I would take a nap in the daytime, like a two or three hour nap in the daytime. So you add those together and I was getting seven to eight hours of sleep a day, but I wasn't getting it all in one shot. And 
after basketball, I watched this, I saw this TED talk. I forget the guy's name, but I mentioned him before. But he did a TED talk on the value of sleep. It's like a 20 minute TED talk. You can find it if you look it up on YouTube. And in that talk, he explained how when you get all your sleep in one shot is actually more valuable than if you break it up into two or three or four or any other denominations of getting sleep. And after watching that, I said objectively, because I knew one of my goals was, here's the measuring stick. I want to be more mentally focused. I want to be more sharp. I want to use the power of my brain and get more out of it. Maybe I'm not getting full, no, full use out of it right now. And when I saw that TED talk, I thought, okay, since I'm not getting eight hours of sleep a night in one shot, I should probably try doing it a different way because I might get better results. And I started trying it and I liked it and I've kept it up ever since. It's been better for me. And so I needed to think about it accurately before I was thinking about it in my way, in a habitual way. And my habits had control over me. All right, sleep five hours a night and then get another two or three during the day. That worked for me. I mean, it's not like I was a bad athlete, but I probably would have been better had I been doing this from the beginning. But once I got my mind right around accurate thinking, it was easier for me to make the change and not allow my habits and my emotions to keep me in the same spot that was not serving me as well as they could be serving me. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to make a not-to-do list. Need to discern the non-urgent and the unimportant busy work. Need to discern what is non-urgent and unimportant. These are things that, again, some people might refer to these as, quote-unquote, busy work. This is stuff that we do so that we can feel busy, we can feel like we're being active, we feel like we're being productive, and at the end of the day, you've done a whole lot of work, but did you actually move yourself forward? Are you doing hard work and being active or are you being productive and actually moving yourself forward to where you can say, I had taken these many steps forward today because I did this, this, and this versus, well, I did all these things today. So that means I worked hard. All right. Again, you don't get paid for hard work, folks. You get paid for producing results. So non-urgent and unimportant things are things that require you to work hard, but they don't produce results. They don't get you closer to results. Or another thing, another distinction here, they don't get you closer to results as efficiently or as quickly or as significantly as more important and urgent things do. Many of us indulge ourselves, and this is definitely true with entrepreneurs who get to make their own schedules and don't have anyone looking over their shoulders. We indulge ourselves with such activities, these non-urgent, unimportant things, this busy work, specifically when we are avoiding more important things that may be tedious, not easy, or otherwise unpleasant. So we fill our schedules with doing busy work, stuff so we can feel like we're working, so we can look ourselves in the mirror at the end of the day and say, hey, I did all this work. I was working all this time, but we're doing stuff that is not moving us forward at all. We're just doing a bunch of bullshit so we can feel busy and feel like we're working and look like we're working, but we're not actually moving ourselves forward. Entrepreneurs do this all the time. Doing things like some kind of documentation is not really necessary. Some useless paperwork, organizing things, these kind of things, or the replying to emails or checking our email over and over again or making some posts for social media, stuff that's not really moving our business forward. We busy ourselves with this stuff so we can avoid the stuff that might be harder. And maybe some documentation that is essential to our business that will help us a lot, but we've been putting it off for three months. There's some paperwork that we need to get to but we haven't addressed it because it's going to be a little bit tedious. It might take several hours and it might be some things in that paperwork that we don't want to face and really admit to internally. There are some things that need to be organized that we haven't organized. Maybe your desk is all messy or your office needs some tidying up, but you haven't done it because it's easier to just say, well, I'm working. I'm too busy to go and do that stuff. 
things that take discipline, often we put off and delay and procrastinate on as much as we possibly can until it gets to the point that we can't ignore it anymore. And then we're doing things at the last minute. Any of you who's found yourself doing this, and everyone is guilty of it, we all do it at times. What I'm challenging you to do here today is to get conscious about it. Get conscious about it, notice that you're doing it, and then ask yourself why you're doing it. And then when you get the answer, do something different, which is actually handle that thing, or at least put it on your calendar that you're going to handle that thing. The reason that we procrastinate on things for a long period of time or we put things off until it becomes too late to put it off anymore, simply because our habits allow us to just glaze over it and ignore it. We don't have to constantly think about it every single day. So if you constantly had to think about something that made you uncomfortable every day, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to figure out a way to stop constantly thinking about it, you'll unconsciously figure out a way to stop thinking about it, or B, you will do something about it. So that's why I'm telling you to get conscious about it so that you don't have a choice but to address it. Face it and then address it. Many professionals will put off important stuff for months, weeks, even years if they can, while always finding time, however, for small, non-essential stuff that makes you feel like you're working when what you're really doing is procrastinating on more important work. So you are doing work, but you're procrastinating on more important work by doing small, easy work. And everybody is guilty of this. I don't care where you work, what kind of job you have, whether you work for a company, whether you own a company, whether you're trying to find a job, we all do this all the time. Non-important and non-urgent things may need to be done. I'm not saying that they you should just never do them at all and just leave them there. Maybe they do need to be done, but they can be done after all the important stuff has already been handled. That's the point of the non-important stuff. Yes, the trash can in your office does need to be emptied. You're right. But you really need to focus on that right now when you got some important documents for your business that need to be submitted by the end of the day today. Probably not. Now, I understand you're procrastinating because doing those documents is tedious and emptying the trash can can make you feel like you're working and feel active. But which one is more important for the long run of your business? This requires some discipline. Notice that none of what I've said here is contingent on you having another person doing stuff for you. It's not contingent on how much time you actually have. It's all about the choices that you make with the time that you have. Are you focusing on the unimportant and the non-urgent or are you focusing on the important things that are actually going to get you where you want to go? This is a simple question. The answer might make you uncomfortable, but the answer is also pretty simple too. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to make a not-to-do list. Other people's agendas. So these are things that you're going to cross off. Or you want to take other people's agendas off your agenda. Other people's agendas should not be on your to-do list. What do I mean when I say other people's agendas? Well, there's a saying out there that says, if you don't have a plan for your life and your time, then someone else will leverage you to help execute their plan. They will leverage your life. They will leverage your time to execute their plan if you don't have a plan for yourself. So anyone listening to me who does not have a plan for your life and your time, and you don't have it written down so you could actually see it, then Someone either is already or is planning to leverage you, your time, attention, energy, and your focus to help them execute their plan. If you really think about it, most email, text messages, notifications that we get through our phones are what? Other people's agendas interrupting us. Other people's posts on social media, other people's questions that they want answers to, other people's ideas that they feel the need to share with us. It's usually what we get on our phones. Anytime you get a notification, it's usually other people's shit that they want you to address. 
I'm looking at my phone right now. I see three notification notes here on my phone. Now, sometimes, to grant it, sometimes other people's shit might become your business and your responsibility because you're in that type of relationship with a person. So I have coaching programs. So two of these apps that are showing me notifications here are from people who are in my coaching program. So I'm actually going to look at those and respond to those. Those are on my to do, not not to do. Those are things that I actually want to do because it's part of my business. And my text message has a notification here. Who knows who's texting me? I don't think it's really that important. I'll get to it whenever I get to it. So make sure that you are not allowing other people's agendas. This is the point here. Point number three. You're not allowing other people's agendas to run your schedule. Because if you don't have a plan for your own time, someone else will use you for their plan. If you think about it, again, all the notifications come from other people's stuff. Somebody else has posted their question, their idea that they want to interrupt you with so that they can enroll you in their activity, enroll you in paying attention to their business. And listen, somebody else's business may be interesting and it may be fine to help somebody else out, but you got to make sure you handle your own business before you handle other people's business. Ostensibly, there's nothing wrong, again, with looking at what somebody else is doing unless you have more important things to do. And this is one of the points here today. You have more important things to do, such as focusing on, first of all, 80-20 in your work, 80-20 in your results, and figuring out what 20% of inputs are producing 80% of the outputs. If you don't know the answer, then that's the first thing you need to figure out. And then eliminate more of those 80% inputs and replace that time and effort with your 20% inputs as much as you possibly can. All this said, let's recap today's class. It says how to make a not to do list. As I've said, a good amount of your future success will be based on how much of your current tasks you can actually eliminate 80-20 rule and put more of that time and energy into your 20% stuff, 20% inputs that produce 80% of your outputs. So here are the things you need to stop doing. Number one, I talked about in my book, Work On Your Game, that your habits are your employees. So even if you don't have human staff working for you, you have employees working for you, which are your habits. And you need to check your habits and ask yourself consciously, you need to get conscious about your habits, and then ask yourself, which of these habits is actually serving me, helping me get better, and which are not? Napoleon Hill talked about accurate thinking in his book, Think and Grow Rich. I did a whole episode on accurate thinking, episode 2113. Accurate thinking matters because you need to identify and eliminate the tasks that are not serving you based on the baseline of your ultimate chief goals in life. You don't have goals and it's hard to accurately define what's helping you get where you want to go and where you don't because you don't have not determined a destination. So when you know your destination, it's easy to decide, is this helping me get there or is it not? Point number two. The non-urgent and the unimportant busy work that many of us busy ourselves with so that we can avoid more important, maybe more tedious and maybe more attention demanding work. Now, I understand that it's harder to do that stuff. It's easier to just focus on the little things that we can easily do right now so that we can feel like we accomplished something. But again, let's default to what the baseline is, which is your long term goals, where you actually want to be five years from now, three years from now, two weeks from now is more important than you doing some little busy work that anybody could do, or even if you completely ignored it, nothing's really going to happen bad to your business. But if you ignore these essential things, these important things, then you might have some serious problems. And we often do busy work so that we can feel like we're giving effort when what we're really doing is procrastinating on the more important stuff at the same time. And none of this has anything to do with how many people are working for or with you, it has nothing to do with how much time you have, is about the choice you make with the time that you do have. And point number three, eliminate other people's agendas. If you don't have a plan for your life and your time, someone else will use your time to execute their life's plan. So 
If you think about it, most of the things we get coming through our smartphones are other people sharing their agendas with us and wanting us to pay attention to their agenda. And smartphones are engineered in such a way that usually it works. It gets us to pay attention to other people's shit. Ostensibly, there's nothing wrong with paying attention to other people's stuff unless you have more important things to do. So look, you don't have nothing going on right now in your life and nothing to pay attention to, nothing to focus on in your own world, and somebody else wants you to look at their stuff, then I guess you have plenty of time to spare and attention to spare. But for the rest of you who actually have goals and things you want to do for and with yourself, then you need to focus on those to the exclusion of other people's business. All this said, get my daily motivation text message free of charge straight to your phone every single day by texting me at 305-384-6894. And when you are ready, and I know some of you are ready to go to that next level from what you hear here on the show to actually implementing this stuff, let's figure out your schedule, let's figure out how you're using your time so that you can get maximum ROI on your talent, on your skill, on the opportunity that's in front of you, and you can serve the people who you know you are destined to serve and get your business where you want it to be so you can get yourself personally where you want to be, then you need to join me at Work On Your Game University. I have different levels where you can work with me directly, one-on-one, group, and a whole lot of other stuff. Just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that's workonyourgameuniversity.com. And let's get started taking your game where it needs to go so that you can serve the people you need to serve and you can be served yourself. Work on your game. Dre, all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.